Hi everybody, welcome to Rob Evans 365. It's day number 1884, it's a Monday. Um, so I've been playing around with um, my mind, mind training, neuro, uh, neurofeedback. And uh, I have now done, I think I've done nine sessions, eight sessions. And I am looking at uh, the data. Just like uh, a while ago, I was talking to you about my sleep data. And if you, if you don't track something and you don't look at numbers on, on certain things, then you have no idea where to go. You're just basing things on gut feel. You're know, like, oh, yeah, well, I feel tired or I, I feel better or I feel energised. I don't feel energised. I feel strong. I don't feel strong. If you don't track what it is that you're doing on your, like your workouts, your food, your sleeping, all that kind of stuff, or your... You think about wealth creation. You're not tracking your numbers. You're not looking at your bank account. You're not, uh, you know, you're not budgeting. You're not deliberately putting stuff aside each 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 day, each week, each month. Uh, you know, you're not paying off your debts in time. All that kind of stuff. Then it it doesn't just magically all sort itself out. You've got to have the focus on it, and that's why uh, the left brain side of me loves the loves data and looking at that and. Uh, then you can make different decisions and choices. Because everything that you do leads to something. Everything you don't do also leads to something. So if you want to improve a particular area in your life and the more data that you can get over it, then you can then develop strategies along with the right coaching to give you the outcomes that you want by having the work ethic, the focus, etc., etc. So there's so many different things. I did a, a really good episode yesterday on the Mental Toughness and Body Show. It's episode 1013. It's called The Treasure Map. And go and have a listen to that. Uh, but what, what's really interesting is there is a formula for success, like I just laid out. Replay what I just said before. There's a formula for success. And it's just that most people aren't doing it. Now, when it comes to the mindset side of things and we think about the word focus, I use the word focus a lot. And what I'm directly getting now is some feedback around my focus. And it gives you immediate feedback on the app as you're doing the exercises as to how much focus that you you have. And it gives you a number and and it tells you how high, how well focused you are. And so even just looking back over the last eight days, I can see that, uh, you know, where I'm most focused, and I had one day where I was really off, like I was really, really tired, and my numbers are, are so distorted on that day, it's like a big V in, in the graph. And what I've been doing is, is trying to push myself and say, okay, how can I be more focused in these these times where it's a little bit tougher. And so where I test myself there is because I'm not in a competitive space, as in like I'm you know, not stepping onto the field and that kind of thing. So I'm thinking, okay, so what, what's the environment that I can create for myself where I want to be in one of those moments where I want to step up and have more focus? And so I do it when I'm feeling a little bit tired. And so I'm aiming to do it around 4 p.m., that kind of stuff. I've done some at 7 p.m. And so today I thought, so I have 
I've got some data on those, like seven days of those. So today I thought, well, okay, I'll do it in the morning. And so I'm just curious to see, am I way more focused in the morning than I am in the afternoon? And so I, I did the test. It was about quarter past seven this morning. And I did the results and, uh, sorry, I did the test and it's like all the training. And it's like my results were, were uh, okay, but they weren't my best results. And I look back to where my best results were. And it, again, it was a time when I was a little bit tired. And it's like, wow, that's interesting. I thought maybe they'd be off the chart this time because, you know, I'm more refreshed. Now, you then have a look at, okay, so what's causing me to be not focused? And so after I do each uh, training session, I write some notes about how am I feeling, how tired am I feeling, how much sleep did I have the night before, etc. So like last night, I had seven hours and 22 minutes, I think it was, of sleep. So more than the, well, not as much as the night before, but the last two nights have been really, uh, really good in terms of the sleep. Uh, but still feeling fatigued. Like yesterday, I had, so Saturday was a really good day. I had that, like in terms of productivity, I worked half a day. I then, uh, in terms of with clients, and then I thought, okay, while I've still got this energy here and I'm in the, feeling in the zone, I'm going to um, go to the shops, so I'll do my meal preparation, um, I cut the grass, I washed the car, I did the domestic duties, etc. I did the washing, all that kind of stuff. And then I thought, okay, while I'm in the zone, I'll do it, because that's how I work. And then I sat down and, you know, chilled a little bit and spent time with, uh, with Emily. And then yesterday, my only non-client facing time, uh, I, I woke up, I had the good sleep, but I was just feeling really, really tired and kind of felt a little bit like that all day, really lethargic. I did a workout, small workout uh, for my legs later in the afternoon and I felt exhausted, like completely wiped. And I thought, oh man, this exhaustion thing that I'm going through. So I'm going to have a mouthful of water. Continues to plague me. It's still hanging around. But last week, I did, I did three workouts. They were far reduced, but I did three. And uh, I felt pretty good after the first two, but by Sunday, I did my legs. I was like, man, I feel, I feel really tired. So right now, really heavy through the eyes again, feel tired, feel like I need to have a sleep. It's like, oh, man, I wish I knew what was really going on here because it's, it's really frustrating me. But anyway, that would explain why tired this morning and similar in terms of my results to where I was tired in the afternoon because I'm kind of feeling that way. I'm not feeling refreshed. So there's a strong link between how tired you're feeling and how focused you were going to be, which makes sense, right? So anyway, I keep pushing, pushing on. I think uh, my training, I'm doing 50%. Uh, sorry, I'm doing uh, my mind training more than 52% of the, the global population uh, at the moment, and it will just continue to increase and, and increase. So, you know, that feels good. I'm doing, I'm doing the work, I'm doing something good for myself, and I'm, I'm getting this data. And I guess through this, training my brain as to how to become more focused. And so I've got a session coming up in sometime in October uh, to... Uh, to discuss with uh, a neuro coach 
about how I can, uh, you know, Im- improve my performance and how I can, um, you know, they'll tailor a program specifically for me to, to give me what it is that I'm, I'm looking for. So it's, it's, it's very interesting. There's strong correlation between sleep, being tired, and how much you can focus. But again, what I would say to you is that if you, if you want to improve, and we should all want to improve various areas in our life, you want to improve, then you've got to start tracking some data, even with your sleep. I have a, you know, a way of saying, well, maybe my sleep wasn't just that good last night, or maybe it hasn't been that good lately. And it's like, well, okay, well, I can tell you, last night I had seven hours and 20 minutes of sleep. This is how much deep sleep. This is how much REM sleep. This is how much core sleep. This is what I had the night before. These are the trends over the last, I think this is week, about week six or, or so now. Um, I find that data really interesting and uh, it helps me understand why things are the way that they are in certain parts of my life. It's just that ironically, now that I'm, uh, you know, tracking some of these numbers, I'm just so tired. (laughs) Um, There's no link there. But, uh, yeah, just the more data you have, the better you can understand it. I think... uh, like think about your wealth creation. Most people aren't, aren't great in this space. Think about the numbers you want and reverse engineer them. And then think about how this is why you've got a budget. Most people will increase their level of spending either to exceed how much they're earning, and so put it on credit cards and so forth, or to match it. Let's just say that you get a, a 50% increase in your household income there's a, a very likely chance that your household's expenditure will go up by more than 50% because you feel like, oh, well, we can do this now, we can do that now, go on holidays, etc., etc., etc. Whereas what you should be doing is saying, okay, well, let's keep our standard of living where it is, but let's put all that extra money into paying off the debts, investing, building some wealth creation, all that kind of stuff. Most people won't do that. But if you don't sit down and do, just use an Excel spreadsheet for crying out loud and do your numbers and see how do you pay off your mortgage sooner. It's very easy to, to work out. Use AI if you need to. And say, so, okay, if we paid off, this is, say, this is the mortgage. This is how much our payments are. This is the interest rate. Um, just say, assuming interest rates remained around the same, uh, what will it take my weekly payments to increase to to pay this debt off within seven years? You know, something as simple as that, you know, or five years, or ten years, or what you know, three years. You know, play around with the numbers and then just work it backwards and say, okay, if I want to achieve this. What does that mean that I need to do now to be able to achieve it? Don't just wait. I mean, I, I get surprised by people that, uh, you know, say have a 30-year mortgage. Because I think the longest mortgage you can have is 31, 32 years, something like that. And people just expect to pay it off by the 32nd year. I would say, no, you pay it off as soon as you bloom and can. And then you start to accumulate your other investments and so forth. I mean, it's... It's personal debt. There's no benefit in it. But if you, most people don't do the numbers to see, okay, well, what if I put an extra $10 into that a week? What does that look like? And you'll be surprised how many hundreds of thousands of dollars that will save you 
over the course of a, a 30-year loan. So it's just those little things that you do, but you've got to track it. You've got to you know, work it backwards. Your data. Your data is so powerful. Anyway, that's my uh, thoughts for the day. Do the work. You know, think about how you want to improve or what you want to improve in your life. And then just start improving it. Just start tracking your data and work on it. Like I go back to what I said at the start. You need to identify what it is that you want, what do you want to improve, track the data, create what it is that you, what, what that gap is, I suppose, from where you are to what it is that you want to, want to achieve. Get the right coach, get the right strategy, get the right work ethic, get the right focus, and just go at it until you get there. And then you'll find that as you become more and more successful, you never actually get there because you just keep stretching the bar and stretching the bar and stretching the bar. And that's what, that's what I do. So you never really get there because you, you're just pushing yourself all the time. And that's what I think makes life very, very exciting and a lot of fun. On that note, I am out. I will see you tomorrow.